0: Today's episode is how to thrive in a relationship with a non-HSP, with a person who is not highly sensitive. Hello and welcome to the Successful Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. Have fun and enjoy. You might ask yourself, why the heck is she talking about relationships now? Usually she talks about business and it just comes up often, like regularly in the work with my clients that we go into relationship issues and it's just so deeply connected with everything else in your life and in your business. So actually, when there are issues in your relationship, they will be mirrored in your business. There will be something where it is being shown to you there as well. So it is always, yeah, it is always helpful to have a look at every area in your life. And yeah, I want to do that with you today, especially if there is the specific case of you being a highly sensitive person and being in a relationship with a not highly sensitive person. Of course, there are relationship issues with every couple. It's very normal. And it's just an extra challenge, which is posed upon you if you have, um, yeah, if you are in a relationship with a person who's less sensitive than you are. By the way, it's not only that there are challenges, it also means there can be beautiful benefits and joys in a relationship like that, in a relationship that is, has like very vast differences or a very vast difference in in personalities, basically. Yeah. So as I said, relationship influences business, business influences relationships, personal life and business life, especially as as an entrepreneur is deeply connected. And that's why I want to take two episodes actually to speak about this topic today. And also if you're a person and you are in a relationship with another sensitive being, it's still good for you. There is still stuff you can learn. So make sure to listen to it even though it might not be, or you might think it's not applicable to your life. Okay. And I did like what I bring to you today is my own knowledge from my, obviously as a coach, from the work with my clients. And I did a Um, bigger research into that area. For example, I used a Facebook group with over 40,000 highly sensitive people and connected with those people, asked questions and checked where the biggest challenges were and how they overcame them. So I'm going to put a little bit of that, um, of my new knowledge and my old knowledge into those two episodes. And today I want to speak about what you can do internally. I will speak about the inner work and about the Yeah, like we are going to look at the relationship, what it has to do with you and what you can change. And in the second episode, which comes out in several days' time, I will look at the external world, at the external reality, what shifts you can make with your partner in the external world to better or to thrive even more in your relationship or make it work. Like if, if you're not happy at the moment, what you can do really pragma- in a pragmatic way to improve in, on your relationship. But today I want to start with the internal work because what we see in our relationship very often is a mirror of what is going on in our own lives or in our own internal world. So let's start with looking at the main difference between an HSP and a non-HSP. It is not only that you have your unique personality and your partner has a different um, personality. It means that on top, you have very different experiences when it comes to sensitivity. So you as an HSP, you feel deeply, you hear more, you see more, you taste more, you smell more. Like all your senses are intensified. They are actually not intensified. The filters are less than for average sensitive people. So in conclusion, it's still the same what you experience is more that also means that you have an like a more sensory input to work through to process that means you need more downtime to process things you have more chit chat going on in your brain basically in your mind to process everything uh, those are the main differences to your non-HSP partner who experiences the world differently so sounds are not as loud as perhaps noisy, smells are not as problematic, light, emotions, like your partner, you very often might experience something where you feel deeply and you think like, what the heck, do I have a partner who is like a brick wall, who is like totally emotionless? And um, so this is just, this is the facts, you know, this is the difference in experience. And with that obviously comes how you see that. What kind of meaning you put behind that? Because you could just accept yourself as an amazing human being and your partner as, a, as a, an amazing human being with your sensitivity and with his or her lesser sensitivity. But what happens usually is that you either make yourself or your partner wrong, that you put meaning behind the reactions of your partner. That um, if your partner doesn't say, doesn't validate your emotions, your high emotions in that moment, that you then think, oh my goodness he's annoyed at me or he hates me or he wants me to be different or I'm not enough or he never takes care of my feelings. He never takes care of what um, he's, he makes this noise on purpose, stuff like that. So this is the big hang up that you take things personally instead of understanding that he or she has a vast different experience and it's not personal what the other person is doing. It might become personal, um, However, this is at a later stage when the (laughs) relationship is already going down, basically. And this is something you have to solve in yourself. You can't wait for validation from your partner. And by the way, this is not for HSP and non-HSP couples only. This is for every relationship. You have to start self-sourcing validation, appreciation, love. You have to start self-sourcing that and then be deeply grateful for what is being mirrored to you in your relationship. Usually, what happens is that you have been growing up, with, or you have been growing up with constant not being okay messages from others. You're too sensitive. You're too emotional. Uh, you cry too much. You think too much. All of that stuff, and this now is being triggered when something in your relationship happens. So your partner could mean this in a very like in no personal way at all, and you will take it personal based on what you experienced in your childhood, how you were made wrong for your kind of being, for you being, for your emotions not being validated, for you, in, you being shushed when you were emotional, when you cried and so on. And this is actually something where I think, because many people say like, ah, this might be too crazy, like a, I don't feel understood by my non-HSP partner. And I actually think it's a beautiful mirror and it's a beautiful way for you to work through things. Obviously, Obviously not when you know, that the partnership has come to an end. However, if you're not there and you really wanna make it work, you can see it as a beautiful gift. You can see this difference in perspective as one of the key positive factors that other people not necessarily um, experience. So actually it's beautiful. And this is also what in my little research in the um, huge Facebook group showed, was that people say, we balance each other. And through good communication, he brings perspectives to me that I would have never had otherwise. Because I have my very small perception of being a highly sensitive person and what he brings to his, to the table. Like the less feely stuff, the more rational thoughts, the grounding, the calmness. You know, I am going crazy with my thoughts all the time. And my partner brings a lot of calmness, a lot of being cool with situations. So this can really be a beautiful side effect of such a perhaps first challenge or seemingly challenging uh, combination or ch- challenging relationship. So what I would recommend you is to, to do the inner work and that means to ask yourself do I really love my own sensitivity? Can I fully say yes to me being a highly sensitive person? Do I see it as a gift? Do I love myself as I am? Those are the questions you need to find a yes to. And then you won't need the validation from your partner anymore. You don't need the validation of like, yeah, you're okay. You're not too emotional. You're not too crazy. You're not too sensitive. You won't need that anymore because you are fundamentally okay with yourself. And this and this is also why I put this as the first episode. Because on this basis only can we then see how we communicate. Because with a stable inner world, with stable emotions, solid grounding in yourself, the same communication you would have with your partner will be very different. So this is the first work for you to do, to see where the triggers are, what drives you crazy and what are the beliefs that show up. So if your partner is too noisy, I heard this, like, you know, some people said like, oh, even if my... My partner, if he yawns, if he talks, if he puts things down, if he just eats, you know, it's all so noisy. That's one thing. That's what you hear. And what emotions, what thoughts are being triggered? Like he never takes care of others. He is so rude. He is so whatever. This is the stuff you have to you have to solve in yourself. This is the inner work for you to do. And the same if you're very emotional and you perhaps even feel his or her emotions. Because that happens with our sensitive beings, that we feel the emotions of our partners as well, not only our own. And this is actually a gift as well. This is what one woman described that she said like, yeah, we can help a partner because we will be able to feel their moods. We can't only help them. We can help the whole relationship because we don't have to go into the whole tantrum because we feel beforehand that something is going there. And then we can stir the communication into a different direction. So your highly emo- high emotional awareness is a huge gift if you have healed your issues, if your emotions are being triggered with your partner validating them or not validating them, or you thinking because he said like, oh, sorry, I don't have time for that now, that it is about you. You know, this is stuff you can take care of yourself. And I'm not speaking about relationships where you are constantly not respected, where you're constantly put down. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about healthy relationships where your issues are being mirrored. Okay. So I'm not speaking up about horrible, narcissistic, extremely codependent relationships, et cetera. This is something different. I'm speaking about healthy relationships with the normal challenges you have to face and with the extra on top challenges of having the difference between being highly sensitive and not being highly sensitive. Another point was that many people spoke about, oh, I just want him to understand. I I want her to understand what is going on with me. And the question back at you, it's being like reflected back at you. Do you understand your own needs? Do you take boundaries. You can't expect this from your partner alone. Do you take care of your emotions? Do you hold space for your own emotions? Do you take time out? Do you love yourself? Do you work with your inner child? You know, whatever you think as a highly sensitive person, your partner should do or your partner should not do or should do differently. Check in with yourself first. Are you doing that for yourself? Are you holding that space for yourself? Are you being that person for yourself? Because once that is happening, the, rea- the reality in the relationship will be different. If you say, I fully understand myself, I fully own my sensitivity, I fully own my emotions, I validate my emotions, I don't put emotions on a pedestal And neither do I put the logic, the logical brain on a pedestal. I know that both are important and I value what my emotions bring to the table. If you can say that with 100% being grounded in yourself, being safe in yourself, your partner won't mirror that to you anymore. This question of like, oh, you're crazy or I don't understand you. Or it will end the relationship and that will be a good thing. So, that is my message for you today to do the inner work and first check what is going on in your inner world. What is happening in the relationship? And you can be deeply grateful for this relationship with the challenges you are facing because your partner is mirroring yourself, your unhealed parts. Whatever is triggering you, say thank you. You don't have to say it aloud, but in yourself, to yourself, say thank you because your partner is showing you something which is unhealed in yourself, where you can still do the work. And I'm, as I said, I'm speaking about healthy relationships. So you can do the work. And with that, based on that, having done the inner work, we will have to see in the next episode how you translate this into communication. Because it doesn't mean that you only do the inner work and then you stay silent. You don't hold your boundaries anymore. You don't communicate. No, it's not about that. It means to have a solid foundation and groundedness in yourself You own your full power. You are your full power itself, so to say. You are solid in yourself. You are whole in yourself. And from that level, you go into communication. You deal with the issues at hand, that the partner is too noisy, that he doesn't react to um, how you want him or her to react to your emotions or to you, you know, when you want to share stuff or that the person is um, too extroverted, too up and about not emotional enough doesn't show his or her emotions from that level having done the inner work or not having done it because it's an ongoing process from doing the inner work from that level we will look at the more practical ways how to make this how to make this work and you constantly doing the inner work really will shift a lot of things and it will enable you to communicate better, to have better boundaries, to show up for yourself first before you expect others to show up for you. And you will also show up differently for your partner. Yeah, that was the first part. I'm super looking forward to the second part where I go into the pragmatics of the relationship, into the practical steps so to say. If you need support in all of those mindset issues around business and life, reach out. I have a free Mindset Mastery call, 45 minutes, where we really go deep into what are the issues at hand and what are the first steps for you to move forward, what needs to be taken care of in your life, if you want to become that global leader in your space and you really want to go next level in your business and obviously in your life as well. Reach out for that and um, we can schedule a call. The link is in the show notes. And I send you much love and until the next episode. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super, super grateful if you gave me a five star rating and review on iTunes. Super helpful. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website, and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready, to take a next step. And that means you want to live a life of more on all levels. Then send me a message with where you want to go and what is keeping you where you are. Like what keeps you stuck at the moment. And then I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening. And until the next episode, much love to you. Gludia.